Yeah, actually, talk, well, we talked over each other. We never oh, right. do that. No, that's gosh. So welcome to Who's Zooming Who, a podcast for those of us working online at the moment. Well, working online in an educational concept context, I would have thought. Uh, my name's Sean Wilden, and I am joined as usual by... My name's Lindsay Clanfield. I'm your other remote teaching host. <laughs> remote teaching host. There you go. Yes. There's a type. Is it on your CV and business card? That's Hi, right. It is. <laughs> um, so Who's Zooming Who is a podcast in which we talk about all things about teaching online. Lindsay and I are uh, primarily English language teachers, teacher trainers, and materials writers. And we've worked online for a number of years. And now, of course, the world context is uh, forcing lots of us to work online. Uh, and we are meeting in a Zoom room, hence the title. Uh, and each week we, or each episode, installment, however you want to call it, we pick a, a topic and we talk about it. But we set ourselves some rules, don't we, Lindsay? That's right. We set ourselves a 10-minute timer to discuss as much as we can about the topic that we've chosen, usually practical ideas related. Uh, and I think that's this, this episode is, is quite practical as well, isn't it, Sean? Well, we'll see in a moment, won't we? All right. <laughs> do, Set do the timer. Wanna, the timer <laughs> is ready. Are you kicking us off? Are you ready? Yes. I'll count you down to the timer. Don't forget to tell us what the topic is. Okay. Three, two, one. Timer is off. Okay. So uh, this topic, we're going to be talking about participation, participation in live online classes, for example, in a, in a, in a, in a video conferencing room like Zoom, how you get the students to participate. And we're going to be specifically talking about the tools available in most, not all, but most um, video chat, video conferencing services. So Zoom, uh, Adobe Connect, even Google Meet, um, all those, all, all those things have uh, often have a different suite of tools and we'll talk about how would you use them so yeah so we're talking about things like the polling tools or the emoticons emojis yeah uh, maybe we'll touch on the chat box the whiteboard uh, those kind, yeah. kind of things yeah yeah but what anything are, what are, anything that is designed for the participants uh in the many of these tools i think were originally designed for like presentations and meetings yeah not yeah, exactly. necessarily from the ground up for teaching so any of these kind of things that that would have been in a meeting but that can be used by teachers in interesting ways yeah, and we're going to talk about. I think well, so when we talk about emojis and, and stuff like that, one thing I do know is that do note is that rooms use different things. So, so the tools you have in like the the, the tools you have in Zoom, emoji wise, are completely different to Adobe, for example. Yes. So yes. it might not work in them all, but we, we'll find a workaround anyway. Let, less of the introduction. Let's get on with it. Uh, Lindsay, give me a give me an idea. Okay, so um, let's talk about, first of all, um, the, many of these uh, things have buttons that have uh, like go faster, go slower. Um, so this is like in your, when you call up the sort of, um, there's often a participation window or a window next to the participants where you can see the participants at the bottom, there are little icons. And one of them is go faster, go slower, presumably to be used in meetings when someone wants someone to slow down, they just would click go slower. What I'd like to, this made me think automatically of those student-controlled dictations. Yeah. So in student-controlled dictation, you tell the students you're going to give a dictation that they're going to write or type. They're going to do like either write on a paper or type it. But the students can control the dictation. So they can tell you to go faster or go slower by clicking on one of those buttons. So when you see um, several people going, go slower, you can go slower. To do this, to make this work, obviously, you start the dictation by going really quickly. 
And so then they have to say, go slower. But then um, after a while, you start slowing way down and not going fast. And then they should start writing, uh, go quicker. Yeah, so this could be a, a short text dictation, not, not something extremely long, but that could be something. Um, or alternatively, you can get, um, you can do a, a, a reading, like you would read them a text uh, that they have to do uh, comprehension questions on, but they're not going to read it. They're here, you read it. And one student is in control of the buttons and they're making you go quickly or slowly. And the others are all following what you're saying and trying to answer the comprehension questions at the same time. Fair enough. Um, yep. I'll, I'll, stick, I'll stick with those symbols then. And I'm going to go for the tick or cross, you know, the, the okay. uh, in, in Adobe, it would be a green circle with a tick or a red cross. And I actually like that for uh, a bit of feedback. We'll probably do a few of these on feedback tools. But um, for example, if I've got a control practice, controlled uh, practice exercise in a, from a course book that I'm using, I might yep. either get students to read the sentence out or put the sentences on the screen on a PowerPoint slide and get the students uh, to, uh, to tick or cross the say if they're right or wrong and getting some feedback that way uh with it so it gives you very quick feedback and then of course you can develop it if you want yes I did exactly this is the someone yeah this is the Sorry, yes. i was gonna say i did actually talk well we talked over each other we never oh, right. do that no that's gosh true. that's in all the years we've done it i was gonna say i did talk to someone yesterday who's actually made those into real buttons and holds them up uh, so real things and holds them up on the camera but that's a different thing go on Lindsay. sorry okay so this was you were talking about the polling tools like the yes no kind of thing yeah or just the yeah, yes, yeah no exactly button. yeah yeah, because the tick, yes, well, tick no, or cross. So. Tick or cross, yeah. And you were saying oh, these are correct or incorrect. Because yeah, tick yeah. or cross can also be for true or false. They can be yeah, for true. I agree, I disagree. So any, any kind of activity which would involve any of those binary options, agree, disagree, true, false, uh, real or unreal, um, yes or no, you can, make, you can get them to do that by, by ticking their things. Yeah, like yeah, and I think another way of doing stuff. it is introducing and introducing, um, you know, uh, also an opinion statement to find out who might want to say something about it. So uh, teaching online is more fun than teaching uh, in the physical classroom. And then the students make a choice and then you get the students to come on on mic, for example, to give their opinion. So exactly. it's also a way of, of, of doing it that way. Uh, there's another one that I would then uh, add is uh, if you're getting them to give their opinion on like uh, yes, no, or whatever. Another uh, more elaborate way that I've sometimes done is I've pulled up the whiteboard feature and made a line on the whiteboard. And then I'm going to, I read a statement, for example, learning online is more difficult than learning face-to-face. -face. And um, the line that I have is on a Klein on the, on the whiteboard, and they have to mark an X on the client, top of the client being 100% agree, bottom of the client being 100% disagree. And so they put an X, like they, they, they kind of draw their X on the thing there. And, and I ask them to do this in different colors, if I have a small enough group, so we have different colors. So you see these X's appear on the line, and then I can say, who did the pink X? Okay, uh, Juan, explain to me why you put your opinion there. Why do you sort of 80% agree with the statement? And then, and then they answer. Yeah, fair enough. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go to, um, again, it's not in all rooms, but the thumbs up, thumbs down. And and actually, um, you could use that in the same way we've already talked about for, for getting some instant feedback. Mm -hmm. But also what's quite nice um, um, for those teachers that, that like to give the students some choice in what they're going to do in class or what topic they're going to talk about. You could, you know, you could say, okay, do you want to do you want to do the song or the writing or the whatever? And they put their thumbs up and down to decide the order they do things in. So they participate in all in all also in the kind of in the lesson it 
mm. in the content of the lesson itself. So there's another way of getting them involved. Very nice. I think also with the thumbs up, thumbs down, or the yes, no, you can do one of those classic kind of like 20 questions activities. In this activity, one of the students is uh -huh. going to choose like the name of an animal or a favorite, a famous person or something like that. The others are going to ask questions. The student cannot verbally answer. They're only going to click yes or no, or thumbs up, thumbs down. So it's like, are you a man? Uh, thumbs up. Uh, are you American? Thumbs down. Are you, etc. And they have to try to guess the Good famous idea. person or have mm -hmm. to guess the animal. And so only one person is doing that. And then whoever guesses first, then they get to choose their become one. The other person people, that does that. Yeah, become the next yeah. person. And people kind of take turns going on and off the mic. I mean, the other participation tool we talked about is polling, which I have to confess, I'm not a great fan of polling in lessons because no. I find the poll very static because if I'm going to do a poll, I'd rather do it on something like Google Forms and then share the link in the chat box because That's you can do true. more with it. And I think also but, the polls within Zoom and within other things, I think it's like the return on investment is low. It takes quite a yeah, while to low, make one of those yeah, yeah. and it's over in like 30 seconds. And yeah, I one, almost, of the, one of the things with yeah. zoom is you almost have to do it beforehand at least in adobe you could do it on the fly but zoom yeah. because you have to set it up in the website before you know the back end before it can be um it can be annoying but and it's very singular in the question but i interrupted yes, you again we're not doing well today are we no lots of loads of interruptions how are we doing on the time here we i was about to say we have two minutes 17 seconds left i would say the one thing about the poll one of the things i do like about the poll in adobe though in, in um uh, uh, and it might be true in others but it's in adobe i've done it the most in adobe you can set a poll uh, Adobe has three types of poll, multiple choice, multiple answer, and text. Yeah. And I often think the text poll is underused. But actually, um, although the students are answering anonymously, and, I mean, those that are involved in data might not like this part, but you can, as a teacher, you can actually see the answers. So you could use it as an exit ticket um um kind of poll mm. you know did you understand today's grammar and because they can type an answer which people wouldn't not, not they won't know who said it yeah. but you can look at you can actually click and see who said the the thing so it's a good way of getting some feedback on things that way so i will I will say it that way but i but what i said about polls to stand i'd rather use google forms or um, office forms yeah um get more out of your poll uh, that way, get, get more out of it one minute 21 if you've got something okay. else you can bring yes in? i got a couple more things uh, both oh, these are kind of related to participation so far we've been talking about doing like the the, the buttons right clicking one button clicking another drawing on mm -hmm. the thing drawing another thing one thing i've noticed lots of teachers doing and i was doing it last night with a group of teachers i was teaching a lesson to was um doing those participation things but on the on the webcam like th these were so the thumbs up literally you know everyone was on mute but literally they would put their thumbs up when i uh -huh. when i would say uh, are we ready to go on next thumbs would all go up or what i'd be like true or false thumbs would all go up um and so i think some of these participation ones teachers who are worried that their students are they there are they not there are they on the camera they're not on the camera and stuff so they could kind of come on the camera briefly to sort of like g give a gesture or participate in that way um and if you're doing participation by the camera as well like gestures or so on is one is a final activity I want to uh, share with you that I got from Ken Wilson in a workshop of his. Um, this was an activity that he did in class, but you could do this on webcams where you get people, they're all going to do a gesture. For example, they're going to wave their hands. Yeah. And so, yeah. or they're going to stand up or they're going to sit down or whatever it is like in, in the classroom it was stand up, sit down, but then you would make a series of sentences and it would be like, wave your hands. If 
you woke up uh-huh. before eight o'clock this morning, and then a whole bunch of, and you have to have the tile view of all the pit cameras on there quickly to to, to 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 do that, and then you can like then you can ask pointed questions. Oh, so you can say, wave your hands if you have an animal in the, the house. Timer. Okay, there you go. Boom. All right, there you go. Wow, we you know we came into that because I was thinking, will we do we have ten minutes worth of participation tools? But we clearly do. So thank you for listening to us. Well done. This is a, a, an epoch moment. It's the first time in five years of podcasting. Sean and Lindsay interrupted each other twice. Yeah. But more so to that e- point. <laughs> too eager to participate. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>